Welcome to the Seriously Social Podcast with your host, Simone Douglas. Our guest today is Demelza Thorpe from Powder Monkey Design. She chats with Simone about how she turned her side hustle into her main hustle and about how good business and good design grow from meaningful relationships with your clients. Okay, so today I'm joined uh, for the Seriously Social podcast by Demelza from Powder Monkey Design. Hello. Hello, and thanks for coming today. It's an absolute pleasure. So perhaps you can start off by giving us a bit of a backstory about who you are um, and Powder Monkey Design and what it's all about. Sure. Uh, I'm a freelance graphic designer. I... um I guess the journey to that really started in 2018. I made the decision to make my side hustle my main hustle. So that involved going on a, a bit of a journey. I at that point in time I'd been a graphic designer for 20 years and yeah. I had um work I had I had a really diverse career. So I'd worked, you know, um in-house for printers. I'd worked, you know, I'd taught at TAFE for a while, taught design. So I had a really great breadth of design knowledge, mm-hmm. but I didn't know anything about small business. So uh-huh. I had to start that journey. Yeah. I spent the next year um, just learning everything I could on a really steep but really rewarding learning curve, just learning all about how to run a business. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, when you're there, you live, sleep, eat, drink, your business 24-7. You really do, 24-7. Seven. Um, and when it came to the point where I was ready to leave the day job and start freelancing, I realised that um, that was my point of common ground. Like most mm-hmm. of my potential or my actual clients had been on that journey or were still on that journey. Yeah. So um, I started to gear my processes and create packages that were designed to suit small business owners. Yeah, cool. Um, and that Powder Monkey Design was born and the response has been really positive. But yeah. also what the interesting thing is, what started out as a search for a USP has really turned into a, a passion. I just love, um, I love helping people build their businesses and yeah. I love learning from them and I love the fact that I can use design to help them yeah, get where they're going. Cool. So it's so, been this kind of combination of the design knowledge and then this new lo- knowledge that I'm still has learning. all together. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, do you think it's a bit of a challenge? Well, I think with um, brand new business owners, so when you take that leap of faith and you, you finally go, do you know what? I'm, I'm actually going to be a full-time <laughs> business owner now. And uh, um, a lot of them, because they're really good at what they do, you know, that's where their passion is, but they don't have a real concept of what's important about branding and design. Very much so. Um, what would what advice would you give to someone who um, is is contemplating whether or not they, they work with a graphic designer here locally um, versus, God help us, something like 99designs? Yeah. Um, <laughs> clearly, I wish 99 designs didn't exist because every graphic designer um does it's an australian company but the majority of the work is getting done for five bucks by people you know overseas um and the the work that um i mean i've dealt with artwork that comes out of there it's it's not great artwork either but um i would say to people um you do what you need to do at that point in your business and a lot of people do start like that um they start out doing something on Canva or something on, on 99 designs until they can afford to then put a bit more money into it. Yeah. Um, but I do say to people, if you're going to, cause I'm all about starting lean but, yeah. and, and DIY is very much a part of when you start a business, mm. you, you do everything until you can afford to then 
you know, outsource. to do it, yeah. Um, but I do say to people, if you put a bit of money into one thing at the very start of your business, a logo is um, yeah. the thing to put it into. Because well, once you've got it, it will grow it. with you. And if yeah. it's well designed, it'll grow with you. If you build that relationship also with a local designer rather than, you know, the 99 designs thing, um, you then have someone that will go on that journey with you yeah. so you can say okay I'm getting t-shirts printed now they want a vector file can you do that for me like you know yeah. I'm, I'm getting a website built I need my logo reversed out in this way and that way and at this size and and you have that person that can then do that do for that for you, you. so yeah. you don't have to pay for a massive branding package all in one go yeah. you can do it you know as cash flow allows so yeah, sure I yeah. mean if you if you take that to the other end of the scale of having a conversation um, with another graphic designer um oh god the other day at a lunch and she was saying you know the other challenge is that sometimes you've got really big companies and so they they have these massive marketing advertising Mm. agencies who they work with uh, but she does their local design work and she says you know often what happens is that the massive marketing agency have complicated the brand and multi-layered the branding elements so much that often she has to redesign them from scratch oh wow like yeah to replicate the work that's already been done <laughs> so that it's in a format that can be edited or changed yeah because it's just been bastardized over yeah. time yeah and that must be really tricky because one of the things that I one of my there was a lot of motivations for going freelance but one of them was when you work in that kind of structure you have a real disconnect. There's a real disconnect between you and the the client. Yeah. And that relationship, because I always say design's a collaborative process. So mm-hmm. you know everything. You are the world's leading expert on your business. Yeah. Um, and I know design. And together we collaborate to create the design that's yeah. right for you. But a lot of the time when you work in agencies or even in-house, there's several steps between you and the, the end user. Yeah. And it doesn't make for the best finished product. Yeah. So. Um, I imagine that she probably experiences a bit of that too. Like when you're designing something for, you know, via another company for some end user oh, that you've never met. It's so um, hard. It can sometimes. be done and sometimes it has mm. to be done, but the best design really comes from good relationships, yeah. I think. So, uh, yeah, I think that is a challenge in terms of white labelling design. Mm. <coughs> Definitely. Um, because we're a bit the same with social media. Okay, when we white label to advertising agencies it's a very different interface i can imagine so you're kind of hoping that the agency has made that connection and taken the brief properly yeah and when you need to ask a question you have to go back to them Mm -hmm. and then they pass it on yeah Mm. yeah so i think it can be challenging on all sides but i'm curious you know to go back to what you were saying about um you know the brand growing with you because I think that yeah businesses start off quite small and they're doing you know bits and pieces but how do you um ensure that you how do you figure out whether you have a brand that is going to stand the test of time what are some of the key elements that you would want to be like understand such a good question and I think it just depends on on the business and the industry so again it goes back to having that Um, connection with the initial client and kind of finding out what their goals are but I think that if you've got something that um, is appropriate for the target market so I really like to talk to my clients about have you done that groundwork like do you know who you're actually talking to because Mm -hmm. a lot of people just go well I love this color and you know like my I don't know um, my nan's favorite flower was this so we'll put it in the logo or whatever but I think it's like any marketing um collateral if it's not going back to your audience yeah um or if you don't even know who your audience is it's not going to be 
the best it can be. So I think if if your brand is um, appropriate for the audience that you're speaking to mm-hmm. at the time, it should grow with you. Yeah. I think also if you've got um, a good quality artwork, it can grow with you because a lot of times yeah. people get stuff done and they've just got a JPEG and then they need like to that. change the format of the logo, you know, make it horizontal, make it stacked, reverse it out. And yeah. a bit like your um, friend was saying, you know, then the artwork has to be done again. And Yeah. Well, and I think too – um, social media has changed the way we look at logo design a lot too in terms of the fact, um, you know, I often talk to my clients if they're starting businesses and go make sure that you have a design element or a branding element that makes a great profile picture, yep. that, that that is part of your logo Absolutely. that you can pull out of your logo. And I do um, a Facebook icon for, yeah, I mentioned before I have packages yeah. and when I do a logo pack, I include a Facebook icon as part of that because a lot of people will put their logo square, they put it in, it crops the corners Mm -hmm. off of it and all of that sort of stuff. Um, You know, and I also ask people to think very much about their Facebook header image because a lot of people kind of shove their logo in there. So you've got logo and then logo at the top cropped weirdly again. And it looks strange. It really has. Like, you know, I, um, I started as a graphic designer in the late 90s and you know, social media was 10 years away and yeah. even even web design was, um, it was a completely separate discipline. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't study it when I was at TAFE yeah. and it was in its infancy and all of that has kind of just changed, changed and changed and changed yeah. and continues to change. Like yeah. I, I just, I, I think if you were to speak to a um, designer of a different vintage to me, like mm-hmm. say someone that had been doing it for 40 years, they would say it's never changed so much so quickly. Yeah, because every few every year you're like, well, okay, they've changed all the sizes, you know. Another update. (laughs) Yeah, so you know, you really just have to be so um, on top of all of that. Yeah, but it's thrilling. It is thrilling. It's what gets you out of bed in the morning. (laughs) It does, and I think too that um, that's another reason to have a great relationship with a local designer. Absolutely. um, You know, as these things change and evolve, you, you really want to be able to tap into someone's expertise and ring them up and go, okay, so definitely, you know, LinkedIn has has completely changed their interface and now my like banner image looks terrible and I don't know what to do about it. Um, you know, so then you can get some solid design yeah. advice because when you know the rest of us aren't really trained in design, so you know I'm a, a marketer by trade these days mm. um so i'm great with words you know i can come up with a six word story and you know the story of the brand and all yeah. of those kinds of things which is important but you know we like to work with designers to capture that brand yep um because you guys are amazing at that visual storytelling so yeah, yeah. i think it's important it's another fantastic collaboration isn't it yeah you know yeah, absolutely everyone brings their skills to the table and something yeah. amazing comes out of it so what's, what's your favourite part about having your own business? Um, I think it's the, the relationships with yeah. clients. I think that's my favourite thing. I mean, going into it, I was thinking, yep, this will be, be really good as far as flexibility goes. I have young children and all of that sort of stuff. But, I mean, and that's great. But my favourite thing has just been getting back to those connections yeah, with, um, with clients because there's been different times in my career when I've, I've had that. Um, especially when you work in-house, it's a bit easier. But, yeah, just to have people whose brand I know, I know where they want to go, I know what their goals are mm-hmm. and where they're headed. And, um, yeah, I really enjoy that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. What, what What's the biggest 
challenge been for you? Ooh, having to do my own books. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. I, I love my accountant. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I've only just got to the point where um, I've got an accountant in the yeah. last six months or so. Hopefully one day I can have someone that just handles my your books and your my admin books yeah. because that is not that's not my I I am in this because I want to sit at my computer and design stuff yeah and I want to come to meetings and talk to people about their businesses yeah. and stuff like that so yeah doing the books yeah hate that sucky. reconciling stuff and putting in receipts yeah no it's not fun at all but I'm still immensely proud of myself for yeah. going to learn that because that put me off for years I was like oh I'm a designer I don't do maths I can't do figures yeah. And then I just went, no, nah, I've got to learn this. I've got yeah. to know it. And yeah. I did it. So it's like, okay. Well, and it, it is kind of the golden rule. If you understand your figures, you know exactly where you are at any given yeah. time. So that's often, really good advice. Yeah. Often people say to me, oh, you know, how do you have three businesses and do all of these things? And I'm like, you just have to know your numbers. Yeah. Everything else is easy. Yeah. Um, and the, and my golden rule is calculate your break-even point mm. and make yep. sure that your retainer clients, well, in, in a service industry, that your retainer yep. clients cover your break-even point and yep. then any consulting or windfalls ends up being crane. But yep. it's definitely been a journey and thank you very much for joining me today. No worries. Um, if you want to get in touch with Demelza or um, reach out to Powder Monkey Designs, you will find all of her links uh in the caption about this podcast uh and you can catch the rest of the podcasts uh by going to social media aok's website and we will see you next episode thank you for listening to the seriously social podcast see our website for more details at www.socialmediaaok.com.au slash podcast check the show notes for credits, music used in the program, and more details about our guests.